where you could say, oh, now that we have now we have the technology where that wouldn't have happened. Right. It's pretty pretty 2021-ish. It's the beneficiary of the recent history effect where there are people at the end of the movie who are still alive. It's a, very similar to like Dazed and Confused. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's, that's the 70s. I know the 70s. The mm-hmm. Godfather is the 1940s. You're like, I don't know. Do I know five people who were right. alive in 1940? <laughs> well, there's also, there's something about, you know, I would say this for After Hours, not so much for After Hours, but like when I watch Goodfellas and when I watch Color of Money and you see all that like BQE in Goodfellas and all like the outer borough stuff in Goodfellas and then like in, it's like New York, New Jersey in the beginning of, of Color of Money. Like that stuff hasn't changed. That's still lo- that's the way the sky looks over the New Jersey Turnpike. Like, that's the way Brooklyn and Queens looks like, kind of. And that, I, I don't know, like, just because there's d- a different, like, technology and there's different ways of communicating, like, he just captures that area of the world, like, perfectly. And he yeah. obviously knows it, like, by the back of his hand. And, you know, my favorite thing about Goodfellas is just, like, it's it's an anthropological movie. It's just, like, everything in it is this catalog of, like, how people lived, how they dressed, how they ate, how they talked, what music they liked, how they got into nightclubs or what they drank at bars. That stuff never changes. That stuff never gets old. How homely their gumars were. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to uh, take a break, and then we're gonna, we have a lot to go through with the categories. All right. Most rewatchable scene. Wow. So I have the movie. I literally have like every scene in this movie. I, I tried to really narrow it down and go with the obvious ones, but got to shout out the opening scene just at the top, just because it was unlike anything. Mm-hmm. And it breaks rules right away where there's foreshadowing and there's narration, which are two things that in the wrong hands always fail. And and then you hear him go, as far as I can remember, I always want to be a gangster. And it's just like, even all these years later, when you see that first thing, it's just so perfect. Every choice he makes in that, and there's mystery, and it's like, you don't know what's in the trunk, and then they go back, and then all of a sudden, he's fucking stabbing you with a knife. and um, It's just a really crazy way to start a movie that shouldn't have worked, and it worked. Freeze frame on Henry's face. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Rags to riches, blaring. Yep. You hear that brass. I know I'd go from rags to Saul Bass. And then the title sequence yeah. comes on and you're like, what the fuck? I've never yeah. seen a movie open this way. It's also, yeah. it starts the cognitive dissonance because Tommy stabs Bats and then Jimmy shoots him. And then he says all he ever wanted, he, as far back as he can remember, he's always wanted to be a gangster. So you're just like, why? Exactly. Why yeah. would you want to be in this situation? And then we find out. Um, again, I'm only going with the OGs here. So... This is on the fringe when when uh, he breaks his cherry, young Henry, mm-hmm. and they come in and all the guys are waiting for him. It's it's a shorter scene, but I I I love that part. I yeah. put that in what's age. Henry's does. first pinch. I put yeah. I wrote down for sure. Uh, you're a funny guy. This is I think one of the most iconic um, scenes of the last thirty five years. The whole sequence. Yeah. The, ba- the, the outside the bamboo lounge, into the into the bamboo lounge, introducing all of the guys. The rogues. I had that in what stage the best. Okay. Are you you want to go the whole sequence? I think yeah. The whole thing. All right. Thing fuck is, it. Let's put it in there. Because this movie is like the scenes themselves are pretty short, so like the sequences are actually the ones. You know. Well, let me. Then we got to go. We got to go with the guys that he introduces. So, because I had that for what are we stage gonna, the best. Are we going to do a draft of the guys? Well, <laughs> power rank. <laughs> I wrote everyone down because I love when we meet everybody. <laughs> we meet in order: Anthony Stabile, Frankie Carbone, 
Mo Black's brother, Fat Andy. <laughs> His guy's Frankie the Wop, Freddie No Nose, and then Pete the Killer, who was Sally Balls's brother, <laughs> Mikey Franchese, and Jimmy Two Times. But we don't get to meet Mo Black, Nikki Eyes, Joe Buddha, Stack Edwards, Johnny Rose Beef. We don't get to meet them yet. So, favorite nickname, just go out of all those. Pete the Killer. You? Pete the Killer. That's yeah, Pete the Killer. Also, I would like to throw in some of their their catchphrases. I, I obviously I'm going to get the papers. Get the papers wins. Right. But hey, I, I wanted to see that guy. I'm going to go see him. Or what, what is it like that line? Like there are like all these little lines that those guys do. And then that the best part about that is that breaks with like it's like what's the POV here? It's like this weird. It's like a documentary, basically, and each line that they're giving is, it's this so is how Henry remembers what this guy was like, what he said. And it, it just creates this sort of like, oh, okay, so this is this guy's memory of these moments.